Yo. You, you, you are now listening to the smoking section. Oh, yeah. Or you'll find hot topics. And fire conversations. Keep it locked. Hear me? It's been good so far, man. It's been good so far. Um, you know, you know, I'm from Cali, but um, yeah, I'm I'm out in Florida working right now. Um, I work with a uh, solar panel installation company. Okay, where uh, bringing right. like for residents and shit. And do we got a contract with the military, bro? So I'm technically working for the military right now. Hmm. Um, yeah, so we're traveling in Florida. We're supposed to be in Texas. Uh, Texas is our next state, supposedly. Um, and then we have Canada, Illinois, Cali, and then like two more states already like on go. Dang, so, and you're doing that right from Florida? Yeah, I'm doing that from Florida, man. Doing all this from Florida. Yeah, bro. It's I would have never expected myself to be able to travel and work and you know, see the country and all right. that, you know. So Yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I do. Well, we are live officially. Um, again, dude, I want to say, say thank you, bro, again, man. And I'm humbled by your presence. And I'm, I'm thankful for that, that you're alive. You know, I mean, you're a you're a good spirited person, bro. And, and I'm 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 happy that you're on the show. bro. So, so thank you. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Honestly. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm humbled to be here. Yeah, and for everybody who's going to watch this, who might not know who you are, give them a little quick introduction, dude. And then and then we'll go from there. Um, uh, my name is Herb. Um, I am, a am a multidisciplinary artist. I dance, uh, I edit videos. So I do, um, I do graphic, uh, graphics. Um, yeah, man, I rap, I do spoken word. Uh, I sing, I act, I do, I, I do it all, man. I do it all. Uh, and, um, currently reside in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm on the north side representing uh originally from Chicago, Illinois. So, yep. There we go. My man I am with Minnesota, Midwest, big time. Oh. Yes, sir. Uh yeah, dude, you are matter of fact um even as I was kind of thumbing through your bio, um there was a lot that I did remember hearing before um and we'll get to where this live I think it was like a live feed you had made way back, dude, but um you, you were talking about how you had graduated from like these performing arts schools and you went to school, you know, dedicated for this craft of creativity, bro. What was that yep. like? Um, it was a, it was definitely an interesting experience for sure. First and foremost, like coming from where I come from, um, and then entering like an arts space that is a, that is a school. Like I, I ended up learning a lot. Um, and just being around certain types of individuals. So uh, I went to uh, a high school called North High School um, before I went to uh, this arts high school called Perpich. And before I went there, um, you know, I was I was around a lot of people that look like me, uh, around a lot of people that talk a certain way, live their life a certain way. So going to an art school, uh, it, it completely changed the world, uh, the, the way that I saw the world, because um, most of the people in the school were queer. Um, a lot of them didn't look like me. I think it was probably about 
three black people within the whole, you know what I'm saying, school. <laughs> so it was interesting. And one of the one of the people was a girl, and then the other, he was a queer uh guy, and um a lot of people mistaken me and him, which is right, like super awkward because he had dreads <laughs> and I had a fade. So I was just like, yo, like how how are y'all mixing us together? Like we literally <laughs> don't look the same. But um yeah, I was actually just talking to a friend about my experience there and I was uh just telling her how um it's sort of uh I, I guess it 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 relaxed me in a way to where like um I didn't really have an issue with anyone who was like, you know, queer or gay or whatever. Um, cause when I first went there, there's this one guy who for every single day I showed up, he really wanted like a hug from me for some reason. I'm just like, nah, dude. Like, and I kept just throwing my hand out like, nah, bro. Like you already know what it is. Like, I'm not, I'm not hugging no dude. Like what? <laughs> um, and I think it just, it just taught me to be comfortable with, uh, myself and, my sexuality and who I am, you know, mm-hmm. and just like just being confident and knowing like, dog, you know, you straight like. Just because this person is, you know, different doesn't mean that, like, if you interact with them, that it, it makes you that because I used to get dogged a lot for dancing in high school, like around the jerking days when motherfuckers was wearing skinny jeans and all that. Like we was <laughs> really getting it in and uh, people always thought like, you know, I was gay because I had on skinny jeans and I was dancing and I was always in a studio, which is wild to me because it's like, yo, I'm dancing, but I'm dancing with this girl right here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like we grinding together. You feel me? Like we doing stuff together. You playing basketball and getting in showers with a bunch of dudes. I'm over here dancing with a lady. Like, yep. <laughs> Um, never yeah. could never could understand it, and I was doing ballet classes and stuff like that. So people were just, you know, kind of looking at me side eyeing. Um, but being at that arts high school, it helped me find me, and it helped me get comfortable with being me. And then it also uh, taught me a lot about other people and what other people go through, because that was also my first time uh, experiencing and being exposed to like people who are causing harm to themselves or like really dealing with like insane situations. Um, but yeah, and, and as far as the art side, um, it opened me up to a lot of, uh, just a lot of collaborative opportunities. Um, there was a projects that the school would do where you had to collaborate, um, with someone from a different arts, um, from a different arts field. And you both had to collaborate and create this piece. Um, and so I was able to collaborate with uh, someone who did videography. Um, and it was just a overall, it was just a dope experience. Um, I only went to an arts high school for my senior year. So I was only there for one year. Um, but before then, I was going to this arts center called Lunchroom, which is where I learned like theater, uh, musical theater, singing, dancing. I was doing tap dance, ballet, jazz, all that. Um, and that was a really dope experience. Um, but it was also interesting because um, I went there when they first started building the place. Like they had just moved. 
So when I auditioned in there, there were no mirrors. There was no floor. It was just like concrete floor and some walls. And I auditioned in front um, of the the people there. And that was that was pretty uh, that was pretty dope within itself. And I I was uh, I was thankful to be able to take those classes for free. Um, My family didn't really have to worry about the financial part in that situation. So uh, I was just really grateful for that experience for sure. But Damn, that's a huge blessing, bro. That's yeah, huge. huge. And I was there for like four or five years. Um, and yeah, didn't have to pay for anything. I mean, every once in a while I had to, you know, do small stuff like clean up, clean the mirrors. Um, but I didn't have to do any of that like too often. Um, I think that they saw the potential that I had and uh, just allowed me to focus on my artistry and uh, just growing as an artist, which is really dope. And it ended up paying off for both of us because then they would have um, they would have these galas where people would come. And I'm talking about like people are paying like five G's, 10 G's for a table to get in these galas. Yeah. And I will perform at the gala um, and help them raise money. Uh, so that they can get more people like me in uh, on a scholarship so that they don't have to, you know what I'm saying, pay for the classes and whatnot. So it ended up working out both ways for uh, both me and, you know, them on the business side, because uh, I was I was like one of their main people. You know, I was their rising star um, mm-hmm. and it opened me up to a lot of opportunities, too. I ended up being in a musical uh, called uh, a chorus line at one of our major theaters here called the Ordway. Um, and one of my teachers was the choreographer for it. Uh, and she had me audition for it. And that was major. So, yeah, man, that's that's been my experiences uh, within yeah the arts high schools and whatnot. Yeah, dude, especially like just even from that whole beginning, because I think it plays such a huge role. You know, I think as dancers, the more we get cultured, the more that we experience other corners of the world, the more that we're able to put towards our creativity, you know, not only because, you know, we see more so we can pull from more, but it's like, there's also this thing of like, you know, learning choreo. I was just talking this with my buddies, like, you know, the moves is one thing, but what, what is it supposed to feel like? Right. There's supposed to be some kind of feeling here. And, until you hang out in a group full of people who don't look like you or sound like you or walk like you, you know, you don't really, you can't really empathize. You can sympathize with what they go through, mm-hmm. but you can't really empathize with it. You can't really feel what they feel. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's why I try to be really careful when I tell people like, Hey, Oh, I feel you. Oh, I feel that. Or, Oh, I am like, right. No, I don't. I don't. I've never experienced that. Right. But I understand. I understand it hurts, you know, um, facts, facts. So like you're saying, like, you know, I remember when I first started dancing in Hollywood, bro, with uh with AOV. Um, that was like the first time I had been in a room with very, very like hood dancers. Like mm-hmm. I was very like studio kind of guys dancing, you know, they weren't like right. street dancers, but then AOV was like all street dancers and these guys like to battle and we have fights at practice and all this shit. So it was like, oh, <laughs> this is this is real life. This is what right. you know, the real life company's like. Um, so that it helped me understand, you know, when they say, oh, this is a, a buck piece or, oh, this is a hard hitting piece or, oh, this is a, 
a robotics piece. It's like, oh, because I'm actually learning from somebody who knows popping or they know right. or they know certain things. And that's cool, man. It's it's cool to to know that you've actually had that opportunity to dive into like ballet. Dude, I fucking love ballet. I can't do it for shit, but I love it. Yeah. I fucking absolutely love it. Yeah, that shit hard, man. That shit hard. <laughs> I'm not even going to hold you. That shit hard. Probably the hardest dance style I've ever done in my life. Takes so much patience because you literally go through an entire year doing the exact same thing. Like imagine learning crump for a full year and the only thing you're going over is balance points and stomps. Yeah. For an entire year. Yeah. <laughs> and every single year you're doing the exact same like drills, the exact mm-hmm. same ones, the mm-hmm. amount of patience it takes. But it, it makes sense because of, you know, all of the different things, you know, like ballet and crump have a lot in common because mm-hmm. there's so many small parts of the foundation that you have to learn separately in order to piece them together. Um, and like, it's just that, you know, it's, it's just that, that 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 buck shit is, you know what I'm saying? That's better. <laughs> that buck shit is yeah that looks shit better matter of fact how did you get your starting crump dude um crazy it was at north high school um i actually used to like i used to dabble and dance a little bit like when i was in chicago like hitting block parties doing a harlem shake so we could get like a, a little cash prize or, and, and whatnot who got the best hill toe all that um, but when I moved out to Minnesota, uh, my freshman year in high school, there was a guy here named, uh, named Rob, uh, Buckner who, uh, I don't want to, s- he like crumped, he did, he danced, but he also crumped, but his version of crump was like Chris Brown. Mm. So, um, yeah, everybody was like, you know, yeah, man, he the best dancer in the school. Uh, woo, woo, woo. And so I'm like, oh, word. And he was in uh, my first period class. So I introduced myself to him like, yo, what's up? Uh, I'm Herb. I just moved here. You know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. And he just looked at me. He was like. And I was like, yeah, I heard you dance, bro. You know what I'm saying? I could do a little bit. And I like did a little wave. And he was like, man, but I'll whoop you in the battle, though. And I was like, word. And I just like walked away. And I remember being at the crib just in the hallway at our house practicing to uh, Justin Timberlake, my love. <laughs> and I was just doing shit. I didn't even know what I was doing at the time. I was just like, I hate this motherfucker said he, I said, Oh, he said he wants uh, yeah. He said, he wants <laughs> okay. All right, let's see. Um, yeah. And then he hit me uh, one day in school after one of his dance classes. Cause we had dance classes there, but instead of taking dance as an elective, I was, um, I was actually in arts because I paint and stuff, too. But um, he uh, he hit me and he's like, yo, um, we're in a talent show and we're short one dancer. You trying to you trying to hop in? You said you dance. Right. And I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna kill it. Let's get let's you know, let's go. Let's get it. And uh, my homegirl, she looked at me and she was like, Herb, you can't dance. And I was like, all right, watch, watch, watch. Now. <laughs> I did the talent show or whatever. People said I killed it. Um, I guarantee you I did not kill it, bro. Like, I know I didn't. Like, being where I am now, like, I know I didn't kill it, bro. <laughs> I know I know. I was just on that motherfucking stage doing whatever the fuck came to my mind. Um, 
but yeah, that's how I got my start in it. And then I just started practicing with him more. And then my aunt saw Rise on TV. And then she got me hip on that. She was like, yeah, I see people on, on the TV doing the same. Like, they moving how you're moving or whatever. Like, they're doing the dance style that you're doing. I was like, oh, word. And so I, I watched that. And then that's when I really saw Crump. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because Chris mm-hmm. Brown, like, you know, it's uh, that was Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, Then I saw Rise and I was like, oh, yeah, this that shit right here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I really started practicing shit. That's when I really started going in. Um, and that's how I got my start for sure. Just practicing. We used practicing in the uh in the lunchroom all the time. Going to going to lunchroom, grab our food, boom, 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 eat real quick, grab the boom box, and just practice. That shit used to be tight. This man said a he said a boom box. <laughs> uh, boom box. Damn. <laughs> and what year, what year would that have been? I was like oh five to 06. I was a okay. freshman. Yep. Dope, man. Because I remember the first time I seen you, I think was like two it had to be about 2015, 2016-ish. Yep. Um, and you were out in LA. You were out yep. in LA dancing. Yep. Man battled Spartan at the 818. Man, that, that shit, shit was <laughs> I got my ass whooped, yo. But I was glad because I never got that experience like being from where I'm from and like not a lot of there used to be a lot of crumpers here that's what's crazy there used to be a lot of crumpers here but then a lot of them turned into rappers a lot of them went into jerking you know and then mm-hmm. and then it wasn't that many active people so going there because I only started traveling I think like 2000 2011 I think I had never traveled like out of the state other than going to like a leadership camp uh when i was in high school when i was in detroit i didn't i never went anywhere you know and so um yeah going going to the 818 and that was my first time at the 818 too i believe maybe if it wasn't that was my first time no as a matter of fact that was my first time being at the 818 yep that was my first time because it was at the park, and then it switched to being over at that Wells Fargo area, yeah, the uh, yeah. theater and and whatnot. But yeah, bro, that battle was just before that battle. I was uh I was learning locking from Richie Rich. Okay, I was in a valley, and I had just came from learning locking, and it was it was a little like it was wild because once I left there, I was just like. Man, hold on. I'm about to battle Spartan. I, I'm out here feeling funky right now. Like I just got done learning locking. Let me let me get buck real quick. I have some old clips of me. I pulled over and I just sessioned and like got myself in the you know what I'm saying? In a mm-hmm. buck mood. Um, but yeah, that that experience was super uh super dope. It was a learning experience for me. A lot of people, which is crazy because this is how crump is, like it 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 bothers me sometimes uh that culturally we're in this way like it's cool or whatever but like damn like niggas niggas just here trying to learn and everybody want to just you know what i'm saying like break yeah. niggas down more like damn you got smack dang man why is he doing this to himself why are you battling him like nigga so i can grow and now look at me yes. and now look at me all of y'all that had something to say you're not fucking with me right now because yes. i decided to fucking battle spartan when i was nowhere near ready you know Mm -hmm. and it just taught me so much 
to like, you know, how to pace myself, how to like, how to even battle. Cause Spartan at that time was at his prime, bro. Bro. Of battling. And I remember how the battle came about. He was already in the Crumpers page, like talking about how people are afraid to battle him. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'll battle you. <laughs> like, nigga, I'm from Minnesota. I'm here. Shit. Yeah. I'll, I'll battle you. Like, it's whatever. Um, Got my ass whooped, but so what, man? Like, I feel like sometimes we give people too much shit. Like, I feel like if somebody's talking shit, like, if I was in that bitch talking mad shit, like, Spartan, I'll whoop you. Like, Spartan, you weak. I'm tight. Da, 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 da. Then, yeah. Niggas should let that person have it. Like, bro, you just got your ass whooped. I don't know why you just did. But when somebody humbly coming into a space, trying to grow in a culture, in a community, you know, mm-hmm. with quotations, in a community, like, I just feel like you shouldn't treat them like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't yeah. just automatically be like, damn, you got your ass whooped. Like, nigga, first off, I know that. That was going to happen. <laughs> it was bound. I'm not the tightest nigga out here. So, yeah, yeah, that shit was dope, though. It, it was it's dope to me because I can look back at it and see where I am now and be like, none of you niggas is tight. <laughs> <laughs> Man, dude, real life, real life. Spartan was I mean, I still think he's one of the best. Definitely. Dude, that era, whatever the fuck he was putting in his Wheaties in the morning, he was bro, different. Hella different. Hella different. Damn. I, bro, and I was just starting, like, I wasn't, like, really even, like, dancing like that yet. And I remember leaning over to Dread. I was like, yo, Dread, who is this guy? <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, he's, 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 he ain't from around here, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, why is he buying the Spartan? <laughs> he's like, well, he's trying to learn. I was like, oh. And, bro, I remember I stood back and, you know. I had done years of choreo, so I knew right. what it looked like for somebody to kind of like, like they're kind of getting it. And I was like, eh, he's yeah, not, like he's he's getting it. He ain't kind of getting it. He's getting it. But there's just it made me realize of the different like octaves of crump. Like you have people who are good, then you have people who are really good, and you have people like Spartan who are just in a different atmosphere yeah. at all times. Yeah. Um, but you were up there, dude, and I was like, dude, he's fucking tight. Like, why isn't anyone hyping this man? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's, what's going on? I mean, because I hype everybody. I don't give a fuck. Right. Like, you know what right. I mean? Um, I'm definitely, yeah, I, I hate that part of, and this is something, too, I always like to talk about with people, like, with, with Crump. Like, I'm, I'm glad for people like you and some of the other people I've had on because I feel like they really do push Crump in a different way, like, as far as the community part goes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you keep it strict, you know, you, you abide by the rules, you go through the process, but the way that you communicate your expectation and communicate what you desire to see from people is different than the, oh, you suck, go fucking lab. It's like, hey, right. bro, like, you know, like, hey, we don't need that. You can still exactly. tell me I'm whack, but there's a different way to communicate it to me. You know, hey, man, you should practice a little bit more before you take exactly. on these kind of battles. Yeah. You know? You've had three months to prepare, bro. Why didn't you come with more than two moves in a fucking half-baked little puzzle that you did <laughs> mid-battle, you know? Facts, um, facts. Or, you know, you see the guys, they're like, oh, I was drunk. It's like, fool, you knew you had yeah. a battle at 10 p.m. Why are you drinking? What you doing? Like, let's think about this <laughs> shit. Yeah, Come I on. always tell people here, um, like, at least the way I use the term whack, like, as far as calling somebody that, I'll never call someone who is inexperienced whack. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll just be like, you got more to learn. It's as simple mm-hmm. as that. Like, you're not trash. Something that's trash or whack to me is somebody who thinks they're good. And they're mm. being arrogant. And they're saying how good they are. And they're telling you how good they are and how they're going to whoop you. And then you see what they're actually capable of. And you're like, you're whack. Because mm. it's not just their dance that's like inexperienced. Their mentality is whack. Their mentality is trash. Like, mm-hmm. you think your head is way too big. And your moves are way too small. You're what you do is just way. It's not. It's nothing. So like, as far as language goes, I definitely resonate with that because I feel like it's really. I feel like it's because a lot of people try and you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, I'm I'm upfront. Like I'm just blunt. Like, yeah, but you could bluntly say like you need more experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to, you know, you don't have to tell somebody like you whack. Now, if they be like, man, I'm whack, I'll be like, hey, man, you know, you just got a lot more to learn. I'm not gonna be like, mm-hmm. yeah, you are whack. <laughs> 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 you know? Like, like I'm gonna let them call, yeah, I'm gonna let them call themselves whack, but I'm not gonna tell them that they whack, you know, like everybody got something to learn. And so um it's just it's just like when you're thinking about actively thinking about community and building and you know what i'm saying like when you're in that type of mindset maybe it's because i'm always in that mindset like i let that street mentality shit go a long time ago like and started thinking about building like once you start thinking about building your language starts to change and how you like interact with people especially people who are new and stepping into something you know, so like mm-hmm. whack is a word that I try and stay away from when somebody new to something. But if you talking all that shit though, mm-hmm. you talking all that shit, yeah, you whack. You whack. Yes. Weak as fuck. Hundred <laughs> percent, bro. And I've even told the little homies, you know, back home, dude, they're like, Oh, you know, how'd I do? And if I've ever told them they're whack, like uh, that first round was whack, and they always know it's not because you don't dance good, it's because I know you could do better. I've seen you dance better. Your first round was good. Your second round was whack. What's going on? Why wasn't your second round like your first round? Did you get nerves? Did you relax? Did you kind of like take the round off a little bit? Because there ain't no rounds off. There ain't no rounds off. Because that second round, they might hit you with a herb fucking spin on his toe for three minutes. (laughs) And go ahead and fuck you up, man. Like, don't be sleeping on nothing. Nobody at no time. Like, yeah, that's mentality when it comes to battles and shit, you know. I have told I, I don't tell my little homies that they're whack. Um, and they say this all the time and they know this. Um, I just don't tell them if they did good. Ooh, that's a good one. I just don't I just don't say anything. They they shoot me footage of a battle, or like if I'm out of battle, they're like, you know, how did I do? And I'm like, you know, just keep working. Because one of my the other thing, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because one of the other things too is like it's different when every single battle, every single session round, you know, you're walking up to somebody and asking, How did I do? Like, I don't really want to talk about it. Like, let's talk about this (laughs) after a year of you battling and dancing, you know, and Mm -hmm. then we can talk about how you did over the year. But like for every single round, every single it's not practical like just dance just dance you know don't yeah. I, I know i'm your big homie i know you want to know how you're doing but i'll let you know when you're not doing good yes there and you'll you know it because i'll pull there you to you the go. side and be like yo let me show you something real quick 
that's how you know you're not doing good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to to always be like, how am I doing? How am I doing? It's just the, the wrong mindset. Like you're focused on, you're too focused on trying to be good at that mm-hmm. point instead of just being and being in a moment. And you know what I'm saying? Being authentic. Now you're trying to find validation from me. And that's one thing that I don't, you know, it, it doesn't sit well with me too much. Like people always, yo, so what'd you think about my rounds? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, go Why laugh. You, yeah. <laughs> go laugh. I just feel yeah. like if you have to ask somebody, what did you think? You know you have to go laugh. Yeah. Because you know you're there's not confident. You're, you're not, not confident, confident in what it. you're doing. Because mm-hmm. instead you posted it, be like, yo, I'm killing shit. But instead, you're sending it to somebody and asking them, what do you think? Like, mm-hmm. go laugh. That's what I think. Yeah, dude. I mean, and I bro, I mean, I've had the I've had the pleasure of coaching kids and stuff. And I always told like even after performances, we just got off stage and it's like, yeah, guys, how'd that feel? You know, you get through all the hunky dory shit. It's like, all right, see you at practice on Monday. Like right day off, bro. Like you're about to be met with a critique. I'm not gonna tell you, oh, this was so fucking phenomenal. I'm gonna tell you, oh, stage right, you know, third piece. Yep. Gotta work on that little sequence, but you know what? We'll 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 worry about that on Monday. Right. Know? Facts. Like like you're saying, we'll worry about that. Well, this don't worry about this competition no more, guys. We'll worry about it next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a we'll moment. Prepare ourselves. Yeah, it's just it's a speck in time. Give yourself I don't know. I think it's a this is a weird thing too, man, is like like you were saying, like after every battle, people want critiques or they want to post it, they want this weird validation type of shit behind their their craft and it's like bro let it air out for a year like don't get so caught up what happens today or even next week yeah but if if today's lab feels and looks like next year's lab then we know that there's some kind of issue going on exactly because there's no there's no change i won't even say improvement because change itself is an improvement Right. So there's just no change. There's no there's no deviation from what you're doing and you're going to go crazy doing that. Facts. Facts. Yeah, man. And it's it's wild because even sometimes like there's lab videos that I have that I look back on. And sometimes like I remember being in that time looking at that video and going, yeah, this round trash. Mm-hmm. And then months later, I look at it. and I was like. Hey, hold on, that's. <laughs> no, hold on. That's kind of buck. Hold on. Let me <laughs> let me rework that. Like, so I also mm-hmm. feel like sometimes people need to give their art a chance to like grow on them. Because sometimes mm. we already have this vision of what we want to look like, but like our body is telling us something different. You know, mm-hmm. our mind and our body isn't like going hand in hand and our body's moving a certain way, but you know, we got all these like inspirational people that we look at. And we want to be like them so bad and forget that our body is our own, you know? And now we're trying to look like somebody else and we're not appreciating what we're producing. So when we look at ourselves, we're like, man, I don't, I don't like that. I like the way this person is moving. I don't like this. Like you got to find appreciation for your own body. So now like when I lab, if I look at a video and I don't like it, I'd be like, I'm going to keep it. And I'm gonna look at it later because I know it's mm-hmm. I know some buck shit is in there. I know some mm-hmm. buck shit is in there. And I have dude, so many of those. Dude, that is fucking that is a bar, bro. That cause man, bro, you 
you spoke straight to the soul, my man. Because I mean, I'm Monster Beast. I do the whole Monster style. Right. Shout out Rascal, all that, and and you know, thankfully to Rascal, and thankfully to you know, footage. I was able to see you know Cage Three and see that demonstration of the Tight. style. Right. And that made me comfortable dancing the way that I dance. You know, mm. I wanted to look like Beast. I wanted to look like Spartan. I wanted to look like Concrete and Dread and all these guys. And I was just like, why don't I, what am I not doing right? That's not allowing me to look this way. Right. And there was like this weird, like imposter syndrome when it's like, Hey corpse, you're doing good. Like, eh, they're fucking lying. They're right. Sabotage me. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't want me to go home and laugh. Like, fuckers. Right. You know, and I just never grew this appreciation for myself. And again, like, you know, asking every day, how was my round? How was my battle? How was this? And it's like, well, dude, just just slow down, appreciate this shit. And when I seen Rascal, I was like, yo, people are feeling this. It's different. It looks, right. feels, everything different. I could be different too. It's all right. Like, it's all right to be different. And like, yeah. Quango was popping off too around the same time I started kind of coming on into my own style, and he's really abstract. Um, Riot came back to Crump around the same time as I was coming in. Yeah. And uh, so these really different dudes, you know, face paint and these contorted styles, like, it made me be like, all right, this is cool. I'm, I'm good. I, right. I'm right. good. Let's get better now. Like, you know, right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's it, it's it only boils down to like just getting to know yourself more within any art, within any artistic like avenue. The more you know yourself and, you know. How you authentically express is the better you're going to get at that. If you're focused mm-hmm. on other stuff and you're not validating yourself, you're not telling yourself like, oh, that that shit was that shit was actually tight. Like if you're not. If you're not finding appreciation for your own shit, you will you will never reach your fullest potential like ever because no one else can give you that other than yeah. yourself. Yeah. So and I and I, I have um, Cecil uh, Virgo. Yes. I know. Rookies. Yep. Rookies, baby. Yeah. He's a he's a huge example of that, like because when he. When he first started, like he was all over the place like with his style and um what i mean is is like he'll be crumping and then he'll just like he'll do something that was way out of the ordinary and like back then i knew that uh he was gonna be more on the abstract side like he was gonna have a different type of vibe to him like i knew like all right you're gonna you're definitely gonna be somebody who's different style wise but we got to get you on a mindset of actually knowing how to incorporate that, you know, effectively. So you're not crumping and then you're doing something that is just like not in the right timing. And like mm. back then he used to like do stuff and then just like, boom, flail. And I'm like, bro, like you weren't on beat. Like you didn't even like, you just started getting live and you're not even there yet. Like, mm-hmm. and so to see him now, to see, to see that nigga now, mm-hmm. insane, insane. The last warning, man, bro. That man's crazy, bro. I, yeah. I've, I've, you know, especially when I was coming up, 
I made it a point to follow as many young crumpers, newer crumpers or not well known. Like I made it a point because I was like, I want to go on this journey with them too, you know? Yeah. Um, and he was definitely somebody I, I made sure to hit the follow fucking button on and be like, I, I want to watch, bro. And I mean, he's always, he's always commented on footy of mine or shared it. And he, so not only is there this like giving to the community and the, the support, so to see him receive from it and in his growth with dance and relationship with you, yeah. Um, to see him receive, bro, is is it's it's big for me, man. I, I like to see people have their efforts reciprocated, you know what I mean, and and have it have it. I don't want to. I don't like to say rewarded, but you know, like uh-huh. to have something come fruitful of it is yeah, is big for me, man. That's huge. Oh, yeah, man. Man. who's who's some of your favorite new crumpers right now? Uh, some of my favorite new crumpers right now, I don't think I have, uh, I don't, I don't really have any, I haven't been in tune with, uh, online, you know, situations that, you know, come with watching new people, like, and I'm talking about real, real, like new people, but, um, I would say last year, 20, was that 2020, 2021, 2020, 2021, um, some of my favorites, um, some of my favorites in general who people would consider rookies. I don't, some people I don't consider rookies because they're just too fucking tight. Like to be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because then it makes real rookies like kind of look like, so what yeah. am I? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just started. Uh, <laughs> but <clears throat> some of my favorite people, um, J Rex. Yes. Uh, Horace. Ooh. Um. Uh. Why am I blinking on his name right now? Reflex Arc. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, from Mississippi. Um. Yo, there's this little dude in Detroit who's insane. I can't remember his name right now, but he's under Renegade. I think he. I think he's Baby Renegade, but. He he goes off. He goes off for sure, for sure. Uh, Demon. Ooh, um, demon time. Demon time. Yeah. Demon <laughs> is demon is tight, man. That 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 dude buck. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see who else. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just stop right there. Of course, people like Davi. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. Princess Moody Rex, uh, I think she's rowdy now. Uh, Felicia, um, mm-hmm. Schoolyard from Boston, that little dude okay. is Buck. Uh, yeah, man, I got I got some favorites from like, yeah, last year, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty. But as of right now, mm, I don't know. Sometimes uh, I have to take a break from watching crump footage because it starts to like look. Uh, Everything starts to look the same, not style wise, but just like presentation wise. And just like it looks like I'm experiencing the same thing over and over. It's like I'm on a like 25th season of Criminal Minds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. And I mean, I'm a saint, but I had a lot of conversations with with Sherlin about crump and like i was really bored bro i was just so bored with it like you're saying like i can't even fucking watch this shit it looks the same it's yeah. watered down like these are all b-list motherfuckers like 
this is all like like the sidekicks got together and made a movie like what the <laughs> fuck bro like you know what i mean like what are you guys doing bro like it looks literally looks the same and then you have these weird little gimmicks behind your fucking names and your battle and like, yeah y'all are saying wild shit to each other now and now it's like you know just because certain people ain't showing up to the sessions they're still active you know and they're still all, right you know the forums or whatever so it's like now you're creating this hysteria amongst people because you're trying to promote your half-assed battle that right. you probably wouldn't have ever got if things hadn't been so wild with covid like let's Back. be honest you know i think um, it's a i think it's just that a lot of people don't take the style as serious as it was once taken like when it comes to like working on your craft and perfecting it like people not really labbing training like that like they're getting together freestyling a lot and then they go in battle and then they freestyle some more you know yeah. <laughs> and they talk shit and they try and get themselves riled up because they feel like that's gonna bring the best out of them and you know what i'm saying it just that's why it always looks the same is there used to be like this exclusivity with the way people would uh come prepare with battles you know what i'm saying like looking at all old battle footage you know somebody always has some hot shit like in a back pocket ready, mm -hmm. you know? And nowadays it's just like people just they just freestyling it, they just out on a whim. Like, I'ma wing it every single mm -hmm. time. I'ma wing it. Like, I don't got no lab material, I don't got no lab concepts, no lab stories, no lab, nothing. I just got I just got my freestyle. That's it. Hopes and dreams, dude. <laughs> Hopes and dreams, man. Just fucking spraying and praying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, man. And I think it, I think that's that's the main reason why I'm not like when I look at footage nowadays, I don't enjoy it too much. Like there's only certain people who I look at and then I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Like I'll watch this or ooh, I want to see this. But for the most part, it's just like, man. I don't really care to watch it. And I, I think Beast is a super great example because like every time you see him dance, you see something different. Mm -hmm. Like you could tell he's working on himself and his mm -hmm. craft and like what he's bringing to the table. Like everybody not doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like some people still look the same. Mm -hmm. You know, dude. some people still look the same and it's just like, all right, man, like, we low-key want to see something different, you know? Like, anytime soon. Anytime yeah. soon, hit the lab and come with something different. Dude, and... all last year, Sherwin battled his striker, and people did not pick that up. It's like you were seeing a different yep. style of his that you're not used to. That's why exactly. he's getting the million reshares, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. He was going, bro, he's been going insane for years. For years, bro. Like, I remember, I wasn't even in Kansas City, but I remember being in Minnesota, seeing that he was in Kansas City, battling damn near everybody in Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was just like, damn, man, this nigga going, he going at it. I remember, you know, when I first became my eyes and being in Kansas City, I think it was at, um, it was at uh, Tyrell's, it was at Tyrell's uh, event, Beast Mode. Um, I won the tournament. I battled Quenga. This is the next day, like, and, I, I, and I'm off of a back injury. Like, I'm doing all of this through back injury. 
and uh it was like mild but the you know like adrenaline hits you you don't really feel it you wake up the next day and you're like all right i need I to chill <laughs> yeah yeah like i need to chill and so this day was beast it was his workshop or whatever i'm like all right i'm gonna still go to the workshop though i'm not gonna use this you know i'm not gonna use this as an excuse not show up i'm still gonna be in this thing and so go through the whole class everything bro I'm outside chilling after the class, man. I'm like, all right, cool. I get to wind down, like let my back heal. Da 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 da. Beast come out. Um, yeah, man. I'm gonna have to battle you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and he was like, is it is is it a problem? Are, like, are you good? And like, I already knew what it was on. So respectfully, I had to just be like, yeah, man. All right, let's get it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, you know, like the the will that this man you just got done teaching man you're not trying to chill <laughs> you're not hungry like <laughs> you just oh. want to battle me like right away bro damn like you know i'm gonna be in cali you know sometime soon right like why not yeah. just well <laughs> you had to get gotta it, be right this weekend there. like you bro, sure this yeah one? like you sure bro like i gotta drive like six seven hours back home bro you sure <laughs> no mercy uh, none uh. at all man but yeah i just think that and this it, it is too like uh, this whole social media and like having the access to internet and like through our phones through everything like it's so easy to like and then post that, put that shit online like it's easy to record yeah. and then boom that shit is online and i feel like a lot of people just sometimes you just need to you know what i'm saying just put your phone down experience it don't put it online don't don't nobody need to see that and yeah just wait for some ex- wait wait until some shit is exclusive you know mm-hmm. and then really put that shit out there but don't nobody want to see you out here with your socks off you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> battling somebody i just watched a battle not too long ago and <laughs> shouts out to the bros uh relic and ghoul but this was the funniest battle i have ever seen in my fucking life the funniest battle ghoul is literally getting off on relic and like they're in this they're in this like it's a it's low-key a weird spot to like dance in because there's a there's a grill in the center of what they're doing like there's a there's like a fire pit yeah (laughs) so they're dancing around this fire pit ghoul picks up the fire pit rack and like does some shit i'm like bro what they had to be high bro they had to be (laughs) high because this was the most ridiculous battle i've ever seen whoever was live like you ain't shit (laughs) 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 i would have turned that off bro like what is going on i'm ending this live bro it was the most Bro, that was the most ridiculous battle I've ever seen. Uh, I've been thinking about that, man. Like, some of these footies and shit getting posted. I'm like, man, somebody really looked at this clip and said, yeah, that's that's the one. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to put this up. The world's got to see it. Like, no. All the hashtags, everything. No, no, bro. It's not It's not the one. It's not the man, one. it's not at all. And it's like <sighs> you're giving people space to see you more at your worst than at your best because like imagine throwing all think about all of the possible rounds you've ever done in your life right and Mm -hmm. then compare them and split them in half the good rounds and the bad rounds 
If your bad rounds are overweighing your good rounds, but you have majority of your footage online, you're literally showing people that you're not ready. Yeah. You're showing yes. people that you're not ready. Because I know people are always talking about like, oh, like, I don't never get booked for a battle. Well, majority of what we see online is trash. So Yes, 100%. It's not quality. So why would somebody book you when, you know, you should be taking the greatest clips that you have, you know, similar to when you're putting a resume together or a bio together, you know, mm-hmm. like you don't say like I performed at this high school when I was in high school. Like, don't nobody want to see that shit on your resume? Mm-hmm. Don't nobody give a fuck? <laughs> don't nobody give a fuck about the small shit? Like, what's the what's the what's the good shit you've done? You know, like that's the shit people should be putting online. Like when something is of a great magnitude, that's what you should be putting online. Now it's different because like you see people like Bruiser post often. You see people like Beast post often, right? When Spartan was at its prime, you saw these people post often. And I feel like everyone who wasn't at that level felt like, oh, I just need to post more frequently. And then people are going to see me. No, 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 no. A lot of the shit that they're ditching out is dope. That's Fire. why That's why it's coming out often. It's content, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're if your shit's not hot, like first and foremost, you got to be honest with yourself. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, this ain't my best. I'm not gonna put this out. I got plenty of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got plenty of those. I went through a season for like two years battling everybody in my state. Two years long, two three times. It don't matter how many times I battled them. I battled them again. Each of those clips are like. 20 minutes of <laughs> battling each of those i have hours of footage of me battling but i didn't record it to be like look at me look at me look at me look at me i recorded it to be like all right let me peep this all right let me see where i can improve all right let's see where they can improve all right let's see what's going you know yeah not to post and be like hey guys i'm battling i'm still here i just want everybody to know like i'm still relevant like mm-hmm. i'm still a crumper Nah, a lot of people need to take 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 uh take time and like really look at their footage and be like, mm, no, nah, I'm not gonna post this. Yeah, dude, and I think <laughs> I think that even goes into that whole exclusivity. Like, I think people are really starting to lose why the session is what it is. It's for you to not only yes, you know, this camaraderie and all these things, but. For somebody who's disciplining themselves in this craft, it's like, this is your chance to be whack. This is a chance for you to, you know, like a comedian, you're kind of working out this bit. You're trying to rough right. out this, these punchlines and stuff, yep. see what hits, see what doesn't hit, you know. And if, you know, we know music, there's certain parts in this this beat. Maybe this is where this goes and this is where that one goes. Or right. going through a style change. Maybe you need to work out this style. Like myself, I needed to work it out in the session and and come to what I could do in a battle because of my ses- these sessions I was doing. And that's where you build up all this footage, watch it, study it. Exactly. Battles, you bring out your best shit, your best fucking 20 seconds that you got out of two hours worth of footage. Those right. 20 seconds, practice that shit. Practice that. Then, exactly battle somebody with that and be like this is what i have honed 
and this is what I am. This is my elite versus your elite now. And yep. I think they're losing that. They're losing that idea of, of that process of how your style goes through this processor. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it could be it could be people just not properly learning, um, you know, the right way. Or mm-hmm. it could be people being hard headed and just not <laughs> not being teachable. Uh, it's, sure. it's definitely layers to it. Um, but I also feel like it's hindering our it's hindering the growth of our, you know, the the, the style as far as. um just as far as it being uh what's the word that i'm looking for just as far as it being put out like as it's being put out on the internet for people to see like it's not being it's not you don't see the you don't see the greatest shit like if you look at all the old battles see the amount of views that's on those and then you look at crump views now huge difference you know huge like there used to be like 50k 100k on old battle footage and now like you'd be lucky to get to like 20k (laughs) you know and that's even with like some elite people you know only reaching 20k and that's because as far as content goes with crump online is too saturated like Mm -hmm. and if it's too much bad stuff that people are experiencing the next time they see something crump they're gonna shy away from it because everything else that they seen was not quality yeah Mm -hmm. so they just so if they come up to something that is quality they probably gonna pass it if they especially if they don't know who it is they just gonna Mm -hmm. you know uh, i don't really want to see that Mm -hmm. Uh, i've seen a lot of crump and it was not good you know yeah yeah, people got to calm down with the whole footage thing and just like man throw something out when it's when it's some exclude when it's some hot shit when you got some real buck shit like that's Mm -hmm. when you need to be throwing it out not not these like interesting videos of you just like <laughs> you know you're not even yeah. all the way confident it's just yeah man i feel like the yeah, love for the art is just like it's not as it's not as wholesome oh dude i was about to say i think there's i think there's a a a part of the artistic side i just think that you know, people got to understand, like, art isn't just about displaying what you do. You know, it's an uh, art piece makes you feel something. It's supposed yeah. to make you, you know, encourage you to do something, you know, or like it's supposed to get you get you going some way, some fashion. And there's I mean, there's plenty of footage I've seen where it's cool. Like, yeah, you did this little shoe trick or this hat trick. You caught it. You yeah. know, like it's cool, but there's no like it's not captivating to me bro and why would you especially in today's era yeah your instagram is your fucking job resume right people trying to get into these these certain jobs man and it's like your instagram full of shit (laughs) yeah with a whole page full of you smoking you know calling out your baby mama and then the fucking half baked ass fucking clips you're posting bro why would you do this to yourself like be smart man be smart and it's wild too because uh Lo hit me up not too long ago. Solo. Shout out to him. Shout out my big bro solo. Love you. Um man, that's the bro. Uh but <clears throat> um Instagram started paying people for doing Instagram reels. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, bro, like you gotta get on it. And uh 
Like, imagine the amount of crumpers who put footage out all the time. Imagine the amount of crumpers that could have got paid for quality reels. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And knowing where, knowing where the people in our culture come from, like the majority, and uh, the types of communities we grow up in, the areas we grow up in, the struggles we go through, all super similar. Mm-hmm. It would have been dope to see a lot of people eat off that. Yeah. You know? But their mentalities are shifted in a way that's not like allowing them to to prosper in a way that they really could be. Like they mm-hmm. caught up in something else. And it's layers to that too. I'm smacking on these fruities. Oh, go ahead, baby. Yeah. <laughs> these joints are <just> fire. <laughs> um like three days ago, this was filled all the way to the top. Oh, you've been going through them. <laughs> hundreds of them a day, bro. I've been smacking on the hundreds. I'm definitely about to have I've never had a cavity before. Definitely probably gonna have a cavity soon. Oh, definitely. for sure, dude. Seeing that jug, that thing was like a small ice cream cup. (laughs) (laughs) These things are smacking. Uh, Yeah, yeah, man. It would have been dope to see people eat off that, man. And I didn't really go in on like, all right, I'm going to start putting up Instagram reels. um, Because I didn't have anything quality that I wanted to drop. I was like, well, I'm going to miss out on this because I don't have nothing. And creating content right now, like I'm already creating content with gaming. So like, too much. I'm going to just let it go. Mm-hmm. Y'all got it. And so that's why like, that's why you got to support people like Rex. Because mm-hmm. he knows about it. And that's why he started posting a bunch. Mm-hmm. He just got a Facebook uh, page. He's trying to get to a thousand, I believe. Um, for the similar reason, you know what I'm saying? Trying to make money online, making money online is like it's a it's a go to for me. Like once 2020 hit, I was like, oh hell no! Nah. Like I'm really fit to try and make some shit online because yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If we get hit with some shit like that again. Which we went through for like more than a year. Yeah. Not cutting it, but we gotta support people like that. Um people people like Antics uh doing uh doing a real crump. Yes. Right? Yes, like shit like shout that. Hella dope. That. Yeah, shout out that shit tight. That shit super tight. That's content. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean. Like people who take their artistry serious, bro. Like, and really put out dope shit. Not to just be throwing shit out there and being like, hey, look, guys, I dance. Like, mm-hmm. no, like really take into account like what should I put out? How can I put it out? What should it look like? Is it gonna be for my boost mobile camera or am I gonna use an iPhone camera or am I gonna use this um uh, this this Canon Mark Four, like, what am I gonna use to make the quality really good? It's just a mm-hmm. lot, you know, that goes into it. And I just wish, I feel like we could really, and that's why, like, you know, a lot of people look at eyes right now and they're like, "Man, what are you doing?" Mm-hmm. 
they're making money from online content. Dumb money. They're making dumb money. <laughs> they're making money from online content. You know, you can't be mad at nobody for doing that, man. Because that's the that's just a it's it's a it's a it's something that we're capable of doing now. Why not? Why would you not mm-hmm. do that? You're already on social media posting. Mm-hmm. Why you're not on take, TikTok? You're already on TikTok. You're already on Twitter. Why not just take it to the next step and make content? Like, why not? Mm-hmm. Especially as black creators. Because we... Nigga, it's so many black creators that could really be making money off this, but like, at the same time, it's hard because of obvious reasons. And and just in general, street people. Some street people is bro, like we could be making so much money online, man. Kudos well, to everybody who you. let me fuck with you because I had a discussion about this and me and my buddy got into it and, and we, we got deep into this debate and it was like there's people like Tyler Perry creating, you know, black Hollywood, which you know, it sounds wild when you first hear, like, whoa, why, like, why do we got to start throwing race into this? It's like, whoa, whoa, right. Wait. You know, let's not be, let's not be dumb that Hollywood has been dominated by Caucasians, Facts. you know, and, you know, since the dawn of time, let's just be real. Let's be, let's, let's fucking cut it real, right? Yeah. So why not create a space where, you know, first of the line is people who look like each other, right? Black, white, yellow, red, or green, I don't give a fuck, right? Tyler Perry's doing that now with Black Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't we create a space inside of a space, right? So you already have Twitter. Bro, I promote on Twitter ads, all my marketers, and you can't even pull up keyword uh, search functions for Crump on Twitter. So Mm. that tells me that there's no Crumpers on twitter yeah nah so they're all talking about instagram and i just got back on twitter (laughs) bro beast just got on there and i'm telling like dude rape the fuck out of this platform (laughs) because there's nobody like you can make your mark like imagine you know and and i think it's this weird you know me and proof talked about it and and a couple guys talk about it like you know this crab and crabs in the bucket mentality that crump has and a lot of other art spaces too where it's like they're fighting for the Instagram reel. They're fighting for this. It's like, bro, listen, fam, there's this thing called Twitter. There's this platform. There's that platform and this one. Like, yeah, these might be like your big five, but dude, you could be number one on the sixth or the seventh or the eighth, yeah. dude, and be making the hundred K a year that you want to make. Like, right. What's wrong with $99,000? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's still good. That's a lot of fucking money, man. Like, yeah, damn, exactly. no, no matter where you live. <clears throat> so to me, it's like, I'm thinking like, you know, and, and for you, like how you were saying, like, dude, my podcast, I do off my phone, right? Um, I like, especially like when, we're, when I'm doing remote. Right. Um, but I did it off my phone, dude, even in person. But then I bought, you know, an audio jack and two mics. Mm-hmm. And then I bought two more mics. And then I bought, you know, the sound spot, like all the boards and all this. And then right. I bought lights. And then it's like, guys, I feel like they wait to start until they have all that together. Yeah, nah. I sympathize with that. You want to put out yeah. the best shit, but dude, it's better to start. Yeah. And and keep that in your heart though. Like it's people yeah, it who blew shit. up with uh with not a lot. It's people yeah. who got like 
you know, horrible shit. Mm-hmm. But the content is really good. The content mm-hmm. is really good, but the quality is like it's not that good, but they still blow up. Mm-hmm. And like the dude, uh the the dude who he turns, he's like, boy, if you don't get like you know what I'm saying? Like, and that became a meme. That's like a that's like a staple now yeah. in making memes, you know. But yeah, man, like even with my streaming shit, like I didn't have a lot. I was streaming on a PS4. Um and got an Elgato card, uh, a weak ass webcam, like and just did the shit. A USB microphone and just did it. You know what I'm saying? And now I have now I have a dual like PC setup and like better quality. I got a key light now mm-hmm. and shit, you know? Like mm-hmm. and I have to build up to that, but it's definitely important to just like work with what you got, you know what I'm saying? And just make sure that whatever you're ditching out is good content. Mm-hmm. You know, and people are appreciated regardless, especially online. Um, shit, yeah, bro. But I definitely feel like there needs to be a well, one, um, there definitely needs to be a space, uh, where you know everybody is <clears throat> uh, throwing out content and supporting it, you know what I'm saying? And like the whole crabs in a barrel, um, like mentality, like, uh, I had received, I received a grant and, uh, from that grant, we got to take these, uh, financial classes and whatnot. And I remember in one of the classes, um, the woman was talking about how artists, um, artists and the myth of, uh, scarcity and Mm -hmm. how, how everyone thinks there isn't enough room Mm -hmm. like for everybody there isn't enough room for everybody to make it there isn't enough room for you know us to be doing the same thing at the same time and for us both to make it like um and just how big of a myth it is you know what i mean and if you go all the way back to like you know hip-hop in in the in the uh early 70s you know uh, DJ Cool Herc time frame type shit mm-hmm. before like everybody was really out here um, in the commercial industry doing stuff like there were so many of them that like <clears throat> there were so many of them that could have made hip hop even better than what it is today and I feel Ooh. like they allowed a lot of non-black people to just take ownership through finances right because Mm. they were they were giving advances and that financial that financial contract was like giving them power to control shit and just imagine if everybody would have just you know what i'm saying if we would have been more exclusive you know Mm -hmm. and and built it up on our own you know, on our own shit. And I know it was also tough too, because like, you know, everybody where they was coming from, like they already didn't have the money like that, you know, mm-hmm. like people was making speakers out of whatever they could find at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it just makes me think like, man, like, and it's, it's also just systematically the way the world has been set up for, you know, certain people, certain races. It's just like, you know, uh, white folks always been ahead financially. <laughs> Mm -hmm. you know like for years and so 
and so like that created this mindset of scarcity like it's not enough room for us only certain people can make it and if everybody's great everybody can make it you know yeah there's an avenue for everybody and there's a way to make money for everybody there's tons of dollars on this earth to be yeah. you know what i'm saying distributed and it's like on a bigger scale it's going like this mm-hmm. like if i if i buy something at the store right and it goes into mm-hmm. that cash register that dollar is going somewhere else it might mm-hmm. not wrap all the way around and get back to me but that's not the dollar doesn't disappear out of this world that dollar mm-hmm. is still somewhere in this world yep you know so mm-hmm. everybody can make it everybody could you know what i'm saying everybody could eat Dude, Everybody they're printing money in this bitch. They're yeah. printing the fucking money. Exactly. And I'm trying to get my... on. I'm trying to trying to get on my uh, what's that? What's that show called? Uh, Hostage or no, 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 not Hostage. Um, fuck, fuck. All the people in the red suits and shit on Netflix. Um, they're robbing. Quick games? No, 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 not, not that one. Damn, they got red suits on too. Fuck. <laughs> nah, it's this dude named the Professor. Uh on the show and they're like robbing these like super big banks in Spain. Oh, okay. Um, and they literally walk into a bank and they're not robbing it for the money that they have. They're robbing them for the printers that they have and they're printing their own money. <laughs> Ooh. That shit is, is, is super tight. It's super tight. Now, bro, even thinking about it, cause I, I listened to a KRS one lecture, bro. And mm. you talked about, uh, which Cooper. one? Uh, he was talking about like cool her. Was he? Uh, was he like at a? Was he like at a? Was it like an older one? Was he at like a podium or something? Yeah, I've seen a lot of at a podium. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I know yeah, what you're talking bro, about. Yep, bro, I've watched that a few times, man. And you know, I, me being Native American, right? Mm-hmm. This is going to sound crazy when I say this, but I need to preface it with this: is is I am used to tribal nature right certain groups of people working with certain groups of people and that being perfectly fucking fine right 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 and and so when you get into like this malcolm x idea where he was like segregation is the way you know you need to have separate communities within these communities of people working together within cooperation then we come together on a bigger scale to meet and talk within cooperation that goes to a bigger scale to talk within you know, but groups, right. speaking for groups of people who look, act, talk, walk, and live like them. And so, again, like, even back then, bro, yeah, I wish, it's like, why was there not, like, a Black-owned music label when this shit was happening? Like, when they figured out the switch, the little switch, why was this not, why didn't somebody say, hold on, let's slow the fuck down, and let's figure out how to protect ourselves? That money looked nice, but wait a second. <laughs> Ownership, yeah. though. That money looks nice, but hold on. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. That that beats me, bro. Beats me. I don't know why somebody didn't just, like, think about. And, I, of course, too, some people were probably like, uh, we didn't know how big this was going to be, you know, because a lot of them were young. Makes sense. Yeah. You know, the same thing happened with Crump, you know, and mm-hmm. Rise. And, you know, it's just like they didn't know that it was going to be that big of a thing Mm -hmm. you know as big as it is now but it's just super unfortunate that like we haven't learned that lesson yet to just like hold on you said you had money oh okay that's nice but 
Yeah. But, <laughs> right? But what do you really want? Like, yeah. you're trying to give me this. But what do you really want? Yeah. For <laughs> your last email, this said something different <laughs> than what this one is saying right now. So Facts. We, need to, we need to litigate this. Facts. Um, yeah, man. And I mean, so I might, I mean, hearing that might sound fucking crazy to some people, but when you've dealt in certain industries or communities or you've seen the lives of certain people like Chez, Prissy, Slayer, all these people, Miho, be affected by contracts, like, they're young people coming from bad fucking communities and a contract that they signed just to fucking make ends meet for their mom or for their sisters yeah, or whoever facts. the fuck, you know, they little did you know you signed away. Like that was what something that KRS one said in that lecture was powerful was like, you're, you're selling a piece of your soul because it's your music or it's your dance or it's mm-hmm. your art. It is a piece of your soul. So when they say you're selling your soul, yeah, every time you sign that contract, every time you cash that fucking check, dude, a piece of your soul is also coming in exchange of this. Right. And um, and so, like, money's plentiful, like you were saying, too. Like, the abundance is everywhere. Like, I literally posted a reel on Instagram about that. Like, life's abundant. Be abundant, dude. Like, you don't have Facts. to be scarce, bro. Like, you have talents. Use them. Maybe, maybe you're willing. Maybe you don't have any hardcore talents, right? And that's fine. But you were born with some kind of skill. Maybe maybe you Definitely, work well yep. with your hands. Maybe you see better than others. Maybe you can read faster than others. Figure out a way to fucking monetize that, bro. There's Facts. people who need reading lessons. There's people who need help, you know, building a door frame or clearing the fucking pipes in, in the shitter. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Use, use your talents. <laughs> right, man. It's and super... Dude, Dude, speaking of that, bro, fucking you're you're starting to fucking have a you're you're starting to have one of your own your own talents now come come to a bigger fruition which with your gaming, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I hadn't been doing it for the longest. I actually stopped gaming. Um shit, Xbox 360? Ooh, like okay. when like when it came out, I'd never I had never first and foremost, I've never bought an actual system until I got this PS4 Pro. First time I've ever Yo. bought like an actually game a uh, 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 actual gaming system. Um I stopped. Um there's going there's on some fuck shit. Uh my dad took our gaming system and uh sold it at a pawn shop. Cuz he needed money. And um even before that like growing up, like we were always told to get off of the game. Because it mm-hmm. wasn't gonna, you know, it wasn't gonna do nothing for us, uh, mm-hmm. which is wild. Because 2020, I found out, oh, there's people streaming video games. Oh, they're making thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I could have been doing this still. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what, yep. man? Thousands what, of dollars, bro. Maybe. Like, it's just quite. It's wild because I feel like parents from my generation had no idea how big the internet was actually going to be. They had no idea that making money on the internet was actually going to be a thing like to this, to the magnitude that it is right now. But yeah, man, I decided to like, at first it was just, you know, um, I had my niece over uh, staying with us for a while. And it was just me and Jamie. We don't got much for like a, a a teenager to do here. So I was like, I'm a, get a game system 
because I'm going to be going out of town. I'm going to get a game system so she could play. Uh, Sisu had brought over his system one day, and um, he pulled out Warzone, and he started playing. And I was always a fan of first-person shooters, always. Mm -hmm. And Call of Duty, uh, when I had the Xbox 360, Call of Duty was one of the main titles that I played. I was just like, Mm -hmm. I, I was in love with Call of Duty. And so he brought Warzone, and I saw stuff online about it. And I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Like, it's an online, like, you're online with people, you know. So I was like, man, that's dope. Because, like, I come from, like, 007, you know what I'm saying, on a Nintendo 64 type Mm -hmm. shit. And so um, he brought his game over, and I played, like, one game. And I was like, yeah, bro, I got to get this. Like, I got to. And so I just started playing. and then. Um, I think uh, I have a friend named Ty who also streams on Twitch. Um, and <clears throat> we just started talking, and he was talking about how he was gonna stream. And then I was like, and and then they asked me like, Herb, you think you you think you would ever stream? And I was like, man, I don't know. And then shit, bro, I said fuck it and started streaming. I was like, you, you know go. what? Like, I love playing this game. I'm playing it a lot. Yeah. I might as well stream. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I might as well. Uh, I might as well try and start to build as a content creator with it. Um, and for the longest, I wasn't building no content. I was just playing and streaming, playing and streaming. Um, it wasn't until like right about, uh, I want to say like, uh, this past summer where I really started to focus and be like, all right, let me try and I'm really want to focus on building content around gaming. And then I ended up getting a dual PC setup. Shout out to solo. Because he the reason why I ended up getting a dual PC setup. He brought his laptop to the uprising and he was playing uh he was playing COD on his laptop. And I was like, wait, what? And that changed my whole life. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get a laptop. Uh, so I got a I got an alienware laptop or whatever. Um so now when I travel, I don't gotta take this big ass jet. Uh <laughs> bro, this this PS4, bro, is loud as shit, man. I don't know why. I don't know why they built the system the way that it is like the venting, like the actual fucking um, fans are covered yeah. by the top of the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so like the vent, there's no air like being pushed out. So it gets hot as fuck. It sounds loud. It sounds like the whole fucking house is about to just lift off and go somewhere. <laughs> um, But yeah, man, shout out to him. Cause once I got this dual PC set up then I was really like, okay, now I'm about to be efficient. And yeah, man, start start taking my gaming a little bit more serious, even though it's a turn that I felt like people would look at and be like, gaming, like, bro, you were you you dance like you're good at dance. Like, I've never been the person to accept being put in a box, you know, hence why Mm -hmm. I've learned ballet, jazz. Um, I when it comes to street styles, breaking, popping, locking, um, hip hop house, like. I learned everything because I didn't like being boxed. I didn't like the feeling of only being able to do one thing because I felt like it was that was me limiting myself as an artist, Mm. you know, and I want to be able to express in whatever way I want to and however I want to, you know. So if I'm feeling a type of way and I want to write a song, I want to be able to do that. If I'm feeling the type of way I want to paint something, I want to do that. If I'm feeling some type of way and I want to get off, I want to do that, you know. Um, And uh yeah i just decided like man i'm I'm about to try and go hard on this game and shit uh especially as a black creator like there aren't many 
um and the ones that you know are big um the biggest black creators um like as far as call of duty content because there's also some others who do stream like uh horror games and whatnot um but within call of duty uh one of the main people that people think of is swag right Mm -hmm. and uh then his homie jay smooth who's also uh in phase and and then you know there's a handful of others but beyond that like you don't really see too many you know black people online gaming and i believe you know there's definitely layers to it you know financial layers um uh uh priority layers like there's a lot of layers to it but i definitely believe is because like growing up culturally like parents used to always be like get your ass off the game Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying like go do something that ain't gonna make you no money that ain't Mm -hmm. gonna make you no money you need to do this you need to do that you need to focus on school you need to you need to go do the dishes god damn it (laughs) (laughs) like damn man you gonna be in this damn house might as well clean but it just had me thinking like how how good at call of duty would i have actually been if i would have just stuck around and and just kept playing because I gave up on it and was just like, you know what? Fuck it. This Xbox 360 fit to just sit here and I'm done playing. <laughs> That's dope, though, bro, that you found your way back to it, man. That's... Yeah, man. I'm excited. You to did be a back competition to recently, too, didn't you? Um, Yeah, me. We, we've done a couple. Uh, We've done a couple on Z League, like a couple tournaments. Um, And then right now I'm doing the phase one um competition mm-hmm. uh and it's to it's to get into the phase clan and right now like my goal isn't to win my goal is to to uh get my foot into the gaming community's door because mm-hmm. like <clears throat> I'm a dancer you know and a lot of the people that come to my stream and see it are other dancers who know me it's other people who know me and I'm trying to get into the gaming community so I have more gamers, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, coming into the stream. Because that, looking from a business standpoint, that is my target audience, you know. Um, I'm excited and happy that people who I know support it and they come through. But my target audience is more gamers because that's where um, that is, is going to be more effective, you know. Mm-hmm. And... Um, me and Lo talk about it all the time, like, because he's streaming too now. And we're just trying to get another stream of revenue so we could, you know what I'm saying, come back to Crunk, you know, and do mm-hmm. more. And it's just going to continue to be this, like, back and forth of, you know, boom, I have this gaming situation and then bow, I'm going a, I'm a to bring this revenue over here and create something for somebody. You know, uh, I'm all about like creating opportunities for people because, um, you know, when it came to me going to art centers and stuff, like I was given certain opportunities. And that's on that's on the that's on the like more um, technical side of like ballet and whatnot. But when it came to street styles, like. Nobody really. Nobody really opened the door and said, hey, yo, like, I got you. You know, I was learning things as I went. And I think culturally, that's how a lot of people grow 
within the street styles. Like a lot of people, you know, start off on their own or like, you know, with friends and them and their friends, they're collectively doing it all on their own. They're growing together, trying to figure out the way, you know, in a street mm-hmm. culture and you end up learning so much and then you get burned out and now you're not passing that information down because you're burned out. You didn't left. You're not even doing a shit no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now there's a new generation of people who found love for what you used to do and they have nobody guiding them, mm-hmm. you know, and now they got to relearn. And then, you know, it just, it's a cycle that like I've seen and it, it's happened. Uh, it's happened a lot. So, um, yeah, I talk uh, me and Lo. We're always on the on the on the fence of like you know what I'm saying, improving the culture and expanding and opportunities for people and changing you know the mindset. Like everybody who crump don't you don't always have to you don't always have to battle, you know, mm-hmm. in order to be crumping. It doesn't have to be a battle. You could be doing a lot. I'm doing a Buckster Midwest, and um. It's going to be battles for sure, because, you know, the Buckster was it was built on that. But mm-hmm. uh, three of the days before the actual Buckster event, uh, I'm putting on a production. Wow. And uh, it's going to be. Uh, well. The people that I hit up about it, some of them have already confirmed and, you know, sent signed contracts and whatnot. Um, but Quenga, Davi. Uh, Lionheart, uh, Medusa, uh, Rowdy Moody Rex, uh, uh, Felicia, uh, Lady Dead End. Okay. And um, we're going to put together like a 50-minute piece to just perform for three days, you know, Mm -hmm. and have people come out to see because, you know, there is in uh, Seven Star from uh, Montreal, like, Mm-hmm. me and him we've been doing this work for a while he's been doing a little longer than i have been as far as like putting crump in a the in a theatrical space um mm-hmm. but like you know there's more for crumpers to do we don't always got to be battling and mm-hmm. uh we got to elevate the style in some way and other people are finding those ways like if you live out in the california area like of course it's easier to get into that more mainstream you know what i mean um uh industry but i'm in minnesota and we don't have a mainstream industry here you mm-hmm. know um so i got I, I gotta sort of instead of going to auditions like most times i'm the person holding the auditions yeah. type shit you know so mm-hmm. um yeah man just trying to expand expand crump and right now like with gaming and of course, I'm just trying to elevate in general um, and just have different routes that money is coming through, um, different streams of revenue. But like the gaming is something that I enjoy and I'm always down for doing something that I enjoy because I would hate. I hate I've never had a nine to five job ever. You know what I'm saying? Kudos, kudos to the people, you know, that mm-hmm. have had that like my girl. She was working and she still is, but now she just uh, a week ago went down to part time because she was just like, you know what? I need to do something else. But it's been Jay. Are you down here? Damn, she's not down. It's been like probably 18, 15 years that she's been working at a nursing home. And she started off. 
she started off as a nurse and then she ended up um i want to say maybe like seven years ago uh no like eight years uh she she stopped being a nurse and then she became like a staffer um and it's just consistently every single day like get up at seven gotta be there at like 8 a.m you know leaving at like four sometimes five if shit is like busy and kudos to people who you know are really putting in the work to do that because that takes a lot like that takes a lot out of a person and um yeah i just never i just never got into that uh one because i'm black (laughs) <laughs> and i have been to some places i'm not gonna hold you like i've been into a foot locker like hey you know where's the manager i would like uh you know uh application and apply but like you know what i'm saying like shit wasn't going right and i was just one of them people that was just like hmm, you know that's a sign <laughs> i'm done <laughs> yeah. i'm done i'm a really focus on you know dance and you know thankfully you know through the hard work and the work ethic and everything like for the past decade um ever since i was out of high school i've been surviving off of my dance financially you know off of my arts and um that's been super dope and so now i'm trying to take the gaming thing to that level uh so that you know while i'm enjoying gaming cuz i do it anyways and if i'm gonna do it it would be nice to get paid for it you know might as well might as well Mine mm-hmm. as well. Uh dude, what's your what's your gamer tag so everybody can follow you, man, who will ever watch this? Uh just herb on Facebook. Um it's just herb on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. My man, dude, yeah. listen, bro. I barely pod I mean, talking to people is what I like to do. I I mean I get high, bro. You obviously you see it here. <laughs> I get high, right. I drink a little bit. I love talking to people and I remember I did a podcast uh, with Sherwin and um, I was kind of like just testing the waters with this whole thing. And he said, man, he's like, I think this is your purpose. And I had never mm. had anyone say anything to me about anything I've ever done. <laughs> right. Right, like right, right, right. On that like, level. Yo, like, I think this is your purpose. Like, purpose. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, they that make you think. Saying, bro. Like, you know, like, calm down, man. You got me tripping. Fucking. But it was like, okay, so I'm going to try this out. And. And I remember making my first penny, my first penny off of it. And and I hope I hope it feels as good as it did for me as it does for you, bro, when you get that first that first dollar Damon, no, Because I see it. I've, I can um, see it for you. I've gotten paid from Facebook already. <gasps> How'd that yeah, feel? Bro, it felt real good. I showed my girl and all. I was like, hey yo, check this out. I just show her the bank statement, like, yo, look at this. <laughs> hey, look, look at it right here. Look at it right here. Official, baby. We official out here. I want to show my dad. That's what I want to show. Like, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, my pops, man. God bless his soul, bro. But, oh, boy. He goes, well, I guess I was wrong, son. I was like, wrong about what? And then, dude, he flipped the channel. And then they were talking about a fucking, um, uh, what is it, Viking gaming or something? They They had done a tournament. And, like, the cash prize was, like, a million bucks. Oh, fuck, bro. I was like, dude, no. I was like, you are fucking kidding me. Like, all the hours I spent playing Madden and all the hours, like, like 2 a.m., I got a blanket over the TV so they can't see the light under the fucking thing. Like, right. You know? Like, trying to play my video game low-key. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, it was so stupid, but... I didn't even know esports was a thing. Like, gaming is a sport. 
Yeah, esports. Esports. It became a thing. And there are tournaments that are like giving away a hundred k cash prize pool, mm-hmm. and you can place anywhere from first to tenth, and still get, get paid. paid. And get paid. Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a lot of cash they're giving away, dude. So they're racking a lot of dough. Like, bro, imagine being a teenager, bro. Like when you actually had, like, I'm talking about the hardcore love for gaming, and like mm-hmm. you was really, do- and you enter a competition, make five k. Yeah, just imagine, just even just five k, dude. That's even a just, lot. Yeah, imagine what mm-hmm. from gaming a look mm-hmm. gaming. <laughs> oh God, bro! It be having man. sometimes. I be like, I, I, I get, I get a little, um, I get a little bitter thinking about it. Like, <laughs> damn, man! Like, yeah, yeah. Really because I don't game been... anymore at all. So, yeah, man. It's once I found out there was little kids out here making thousands of dollars from gaming. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck man man i'm telling you i might be just inspired to get a system myself especially since i'm gonna be on the road for the next year man i might as well spend some time doing something to help make some hey man something Mm -hmm. imagine streaming playing a game boy for real game boy advance bro oh my god that would be so dope bruh we were just talking about that like we were talking about like the new pokemon game on the switch i was like man i haven't played video games so long They're like how long has it been I'm like bro i remember when a game boy color was like yo you got man was a shit in this bitch. hell yeah <laughs> and then the advance came out and that was around the same time the gamecube came out and it was like that to me was i was gaming playing this yeah. shit like now y'all got vr and, and online like this dude like he in a whole other country and shit. Like this is wild as fuck. Like, man. I mean, I knew it's a. I've been known it was around, but now to see like you and I have another buddy who's been on the show who games too. And shout out Save One Gaming, my man. Fucking tight. You tight. know he he quit a whole job just so he could focus. Do that full time. Yeah, and he was doing that's it full time. Yeah, and, that's uh, what's up. And and that yeah, bro, that makes me happy, bro. And. Before before we go ahead and close out, man, I, I want to wish you the fucking absolute best with all not only all your other creative endeavors, dude, but this new one that you found, you know, because it's like a newborn baby. You know what I'm nah, saying? Facts. So, yeah, facts. Love that. Love that shit. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I wish you the best on it, bro. Is there anything you would want to sign it. off with? Let the people know. Uh, Well, first off, bro, um, Godspeed to you and your journey. You know what I'm saying? In the. The, this whole podcast joint um and uh you know even the work that you're doing right now first and foremost man like safe travels all around you know thank you because you you try you're doing a lot of traveling and um yeah man some shit could come with that uh mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of difficult shit especially in this time right now with mm-hmm. you know covid and everything um and uh you know kudos to you and everything that you're doing man uh, for Crump, for yourself, for your family, all that, man. Uh, keep up the keep up the great work, and then you know, for anybody that's watching, uh, you know, if you're passionate about something, uh, one thing that I, one thing that I always say, you know, on my stream, and one thing that I'm, you know, dedicated to is self love. You know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, just being yourself. Like, 
if you feel like you want to do something, do it. Don't look for any validation from nobody. Like I didn't ask anybody like, yo, should I stream? I didn't ask anybody. Somebody asked me, yo, are you going to stream? But, mm. you know, I didn't respond with should I? I was like, hmm, I didn't really think about it. Maybe, you know, like yeah. and if you if you if you find something and it resonates with you and your heart and your soul is telling you like, yeah, go for it. Like, don't be afraid to go for it. Fear holds us back so much from being successful at so many different things. And mm -hmm. um, when somebody tells you you're tight <laughs> or you're dope, you know what I'm saying? Believe it. Yeah. You know, we 100%. like to, you know, uh, we like to believe that people are just lying. And sometimes, a lot of times, man, people are not lying at all. Like, <laughs> and even if they are, take that shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. build your confidence you know but from my experience you know like when people told me like yeah man you got something like i didn't uh you, you probably lying like nah i'm for to take that i appreciate that i'm about to do something you know like mm -hmm. believe the people around you when they tell you you good at something uh because you never know what to come of it and then you got to believe in yourself obviously as well like, it's nice to hear it from people, but definitely believe in yourself, man. Self-love is important. Self-validation is important. Mm -hmm. um, and and we don't, yeah, we don't pay attention to that too much, man. So, Self-love, people. Y'all hear that? Self-love and self-validation. It's all you need. My man, Herb, thank you, bro. Yep, thank you sure. so much. Everybody Thanks for having me, bro. Smoke, smoky section with us. Until next time. Peace.